You're listening to the Spreading Happiness Podcast. Produced by Launchpad 516 Studios with your host, Shaquanin and Mark Cronin. Welcome to a Spreading Happiness Podcast. I'm John, this is my partner, my dad, Marky, my dad. Hey, John Lee, how are you today? Pretty good, Dad. I'm fired up. You're fired up? You're in a good mood? Yes, I am. Let's see. You're wearing your TikTok famous t-shirt? Yes, I am. Are you really TikTok famous? Uh, not really. I think you are. I've heard people talking about you. You've had a couple of your videos go viral. Right. Right? You I know, liked it. Maybe you'll be an influencer. You and Kim Kardashian? Oh, yes. Yes. You know, I saw a picture yesterday of Kim Kardashian working out with weights in the gym. You know what she was wearing? What are you wearing? She was wearing a bikini and thigh-high boots. <laughs> so I'm an old man, John. I've been in a lot of gyms. <laughs> I have never seen somebody wearing an outfit like that before to work out. Uh, oh, oh, what about mom? We're not going into your mom wearing that outfit, but maybe that's what I'll get her for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a job with that uh, Well, she wasn't happy when we got her that when I got her those uh, orange hooter shorts. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so John, what's the name of this podcast? The Spreading Happiness Podcast. The Spreading Happiness Podcast with John and Mark. The whole idea here, folks, we want to make you smile. We want to share some good news, hear from John. Yes. You know, put you in a good mood. 30 minutes, well, it's better than an alcoholic drink. It's better than a pill. Listen to John and Mark, huh? Really? And now you talk about drinks? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm saying you don't have to drink. Some people drink so they feel better. Well, they can listen to this podcast. Okay. Oh, 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 oh what about me? I, I, well, I, you're not drinking because I don't think I can handle you on alcohol, pal. Really? <laughs> but so normally we, we you know, we, we talk about what you've been up to and what you're doing. That's a normal show. And, yes. and then we have our... Our standard features, we we highlight a business owned by somebody with different abilities. Absolutely. We, uh, you give an update on your love life. Yes. We tell some jokes. We share some good news stories, right? We're not going to do that today. No. Nope. Today's going to be a special show. Uh, we're going to be talking about you. Okay, we're going to let people know all about you. John Lee Cronin. <laughs> right? How old are you, John? I am 26. 26. And what's your business? My business is John's Crazy Socks.com. And check it out. Oh, Okay. Now you're sounding like a used car salesman. So you got a business. Are, are, I do. Are you single? Are you married? Uh, I'm single. I'm dating. You're single, but you're dating. Okay. I'm with my girlfriend. Oh, you have a girlfriend, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie. And that's definite until something better comes along? Or, no, no, you're true to Stephanie. I'm true with Stephanie. Okay. Uh, so you're single, and there are other things you do. You're an athlete? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, a 
meet. What's and you participate in Special Olympics? Yes, I am. And that guess what? What? I play basketball, track and field, soccer, and snowshoe. Snowshoe. It's great fun watching John strap on those snowshoes. I did. And uh, and where do you train for that? I train at a at a beach at Fleece Cove Beach. Right. I run I run I run in the sand and I trapped the snowshoe on, and I I, I kind of look like a tennis racket. Uh, I, I it's metal. And I, 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 I'm running into the sand. So and we, we live yeah. on Long Island outside New York City. New York City. And there's not always snow here. Plus, you usually start in late August. Yes. And you train. This is, this is an amazing thing. I you really train. There are only two events. One of them is in January. Yes. And the other is usually the state games in mid-February. I'm mid. And you train all the way from the summer. I did. And that's very awesome. So you're an athlete. Yes, I am. You're a dancer. I am a dancer. And you like to dance, don't you? I love to dance. I like to dance. In fact, I see what you do at work. Come four o'clock. Oh yeah. If there's nothing else that you need to do, you kind of shut down for the day, and you do, you go dancing and singing. Oh yes. (laughs) I I I I broke it here from the animals. The animals. Oh, you sound like an animal. You yeah. Know. Yes. You were, we're not talking about the group. We're not talking about the band. You know, Eric Bird and the animals. We're talking about a poor animal that's been caught in a trap for three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a sight to see. John will put his headphones on and go out in the parking lot and dance. And you dance like nobody's watching. Nobody watching. You do move yeah. around. So you're a dancer. We know that. Yeah. In fact... What do you do every Tuesday afternoon? Every Tuesday, I hold a dance party every every Tuesday at 3 p.m. It's a time and a, a really fun on Zoom. Check out uh, check out a, a dance party. We have the link. Our website uh, goes at johnscrazysocks.com. I got the link below. You can see it. It's pretty cool, right? I'm so excited. So we, we started that because, well, we were in a pandemic. You remember the pandemic and everybody's shut down and at home. Mm-hmm. And, and what's our mission at John's Crazy Socks? Our mission is spreading happiness. Spreading happiness. What better way to spread happiness than hosting a dance party where everybody was isolated at home, but they could get together and dance. Yeah, everybody can get dance. You and, like that, don't you? Right. And also, yeah? I'll, I'll go with it. Uh, every Thursday, right? every Thursday, uh, we do uh, a Fitbit Live uh, every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And um, at, at this show, as similar as this one, is called Spring Happiness Show. So that's the show. And we were doing that first during the pandemic, and that yes. led to this podcast. Yeah. So I just want I people that. to see the many dimensions, right? You're a business owner, you're a dancer, yes, you're I an am. athlete, you got a girlfriend. I do. Relationships I, matter to you? Yeah, well, yes, I'm, I'm a to And tell me, me about your family. Uh, my family, um, I, I, I really love my mom, my dad, Mark and Carol, and, and my brother, Jamie Patrick, and my great sister-in-law, Emily. 
Emily married a Patrick, right? Yes. They could be married two years. Oh my God, I'm so happy for my brothers. Uh, yes, you are. I'm so happy for Patrick yes. and Emily. Uh, and no pressure on them, but your mom, she's jonesing for a grandchild. Uh, by the way, yeah. I, 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 I heard mom saying before, yeah. because uh, I, 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 I can't tell me the truth, Go ahead. because mom saying that she wanted her to Grandmother at CC. Grandmother at 60? At CC. Oh, the name? A name oh. at CC. Yeah, you get called what you get called. You know what she's told me? If she doesn't get a grandchild soon, I got to get her a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hope I'm mom. Right? Uh, we're pretty lucky with your brothers, though, right? I do. I'm so lucky I have great brothers and a great and great dad and great mom and great sister-in-law. Yeah, you're a lucky young man. We're, yeah, we're they pretty am. fortunate. I'm so happy. So, so there's all that. Oh, and by the way, you have Down syndrome. That I do. Uh, I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome never holds me back. So uh, let's see. I could ask this question. Have you had Down syndrome all your life? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and for folks that don't know, uh, here's how you get Down syndrome. All of us humans have 23 pairs of chromosomes. Right. People with Down syndrome have a little bit extra. Well, I'm an extra love. <laughs> well, it could be a little extra love. <laughs> you, you've got an extra 21st chromosome. Yeah, did you? And, and you know what? How about I tell people about the day you were born? Yeah, Dad. You want me to share that story? I love it. So uh, you were born in February of 1996. Boy, you're getting old. Yeah, I'm way old. But, you know, you're getting old. You know what that means? I'm getting really old. Yeah, I, I, I claim mom can be old. And if mom get really old, then mom is getting really, really old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so you were born in February. And yes. uh, on, it was a Saturday of uh, Columbus weekend. Yes. I think it was Columbus weekend. Um, and we were going to the zoo that day with our friends, the Conneries, Doc Connery. Dr. Connery's. Your Dr. Connery, who's your godfather. I hear my godfather. <laughs> and Mary Ann Connery's your godmother. Uh, we were going to the zoo that day. And your mom was not due for another two weeks. She was going to come with us. And then she begged off at the last minute and said, I'm going to stay home. And that Saturday night, your mom and I went out for a little dinner. And we went to the movies. With me at Music Hall. We went to see uh, last, no, not Last Man Standing. Uh, what was it? Now, why am I going blank on it now? Sean... It's his name, Susan Sarandon, uh, about a guy on death row. Uh, I'm going blank on the name of the movie. How can I do that? Oh, a Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. There you go. Yeah, I wonder so, of the actors I, I, I know. Oh, who? I, I, know her, I know her from the um, My Crazy TV show movie. Okay. So we go to the movie to see this. And as we're sitting down, your mom says to me, you know I'm in labor. Now, I tend to underreact to things, John. I said, okay, sweetheart, let's go. We're going to the hospital. Now, here's something you may not know about your mother. 
She controls nature. I know. She controls everything. <laughs> she looked at me and she said, sit right back down. We're going to watch this movie. <laughs> so we check it. You know, we watch the movie. I'm checking with her throughout the movie. When the movie ends, I'm like, okay, let's go to the hospital. Hospital's right up the road. She said, okay, but not yet. First of all, I don't really need to go, but I want to go home first. You and your brothers were at home. We had a babysitter. I want to go home first. I want to take a shower. She said, because once I go to the hospital, they won't let me shower. Right. And your mother likes showering all the time. I know that. And she said, I want to put a load of laundry. <laughs> when your mother loses her mind, I don't know how we're going to be able to tell. So we do this, and then we go to the, we go to the hospital. And they check and say, you know what? You're not having this baby till the morning. You should go home and rest and come back. And your mom looks at me and said, I told you. But then the doctor said, well, as long as you're here, let's put a fetal monitor on the baby. So they put some monitors on your mom. And then all of a sudden, I see their faces change because your heartbeat dropped. And they said, ah, let's check. Maybe it was a loose connection. And they're monitoring it, and then it happened again. And they said, we're going in. Because what can happen is, you know, a baby inside the womb is connected to the mom through the umbilical cord. But that can wrap around a baby's neck. And that's what they were worried about. So they did a C-section where they cut into your mom and lifted you out. Wow. And that's how you were born. About one in the morning on February 11th. And the doctor held you and then put you in my arms. And I bent over you, filled with so much joy and just wept. It was so wonderful. Ah, it was awesome, kiddo. Okay. So you're born. And then we go to some waiting room because they're waiting to get a room ready. It's the middle of the night. It's a holiday weekend. Um, and a nurse comes in, checks on us. And then the covering pediatrician comes in. And she's very hesitant and she's looking troubled. And she says, I have some bad news. She says, it looks like your baby boy may possibly have a mild case of Down syndrome. That's how we found out you had Down syndrome. Right. And we know now, there's no mild case. You either do or you don't. But I looked at her and I said, what do you mean there's a problem? This is not a problem. Are you my boy? This is my boy. This is our son. So that's what happened the day you were born. Pretty special, buddy. Very special, Dad. You brought so much joy into our lives. So wonderful. And then that day, it was a Sunday, uh, we spent the day in the hospital, and your brothers came in. Oh, they were so happy. They were so happy to see you. <laughs> Jamie was all over you. Jamie wanted to hold you. <laughs> people came in, and uh, we got some odd, you know, we got phone calls from people. Um, some of them were, you know, oh, this is great, congratulations. And some were like, oh, we're so sorry. I was like, what are you sorry for? And we, and we heard a line that you'd hear from people. Oh, 
It's, uh, you know, God only gives a burden to those who can handle a burden. So like, wait a second. John's not a burden. This is our boy. And it was an odd view of the universe, you know, that God is somehow floating around. And he's looking down and saying, oh, over there, they look like they're doing okay. Boom, let's see if you can handle this. <laughs> what do you think of that, John? Yeah, you know? Dad. Um, but your mom, your mom was a very good mom. Yes, she And is. she pays attention. And she was saying to the nurses, you know, his throw up, there's something wrong with this. And they were, nah, nah, it's all right, he's fine. And she's like, nah, I think there's something wrong. And it wasn't until that night like very late at night that I went home. And you know what I do? I go on the internet. I'm doing research. I want, you know, you do research all the time. Right. I want to find out everything I can. And now I get a list. And this is what happens with Down syndrome. Everybody with Down syndrome has certain features. Um, your eyes are a little bit different. Low muscle tone. And then there's a bunch of things that are common, but not everybody has. One of them, about 10% of people have problems because their intestines aren't fully formed. But 50% are born with heart, with heart defects. So now I want to talk to the doctor. I want to talk to your mom, but I know your mom needs sleep. So let her sleep, and in the morning I'll talk to her. Well, about 5.30 in the morning, I got to get a call from your mom. You got to get over here to the hospital. The doctor came in. They diagnosed, they finally listened to her, and they looked at your intestine, and your intestine wasn't fully formed, it was blocked. And they were transferring you to Westchester Medical Center. And I had to get there and go with you over to Westchester Medical Center, which I did. And they put you right away in the neonatal intensive care unit, the NICU. We will be right back. Hi there, I'm Lainey. And I'm Estella. And we're interrupting this podcast because we have a question for this audience. Do you or someone you know live with a disability or a chronic condition? If yes, you're not alone. One in five people in the U.S. do. We're the hosts of the Embrace It podcast, where we share tips, tools, and inspiration for everyday living with all types of disabilities. Our interviews with badass disability advocates will boost your confidence in all areas of life, including travel, fashion, relationships, career, and more. So walk or roll on over to your favorite podcast player and subscribe to Embrace It with Lainey and Estella. And now back to the show you were listening to, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. You're listening to the Spreading Happiness Podcast with John and Mark, a couple of knuckleheads selling socks trying to change the world. You were just a little baby, John. You were just a little peanut. And they said, oh, we're going to have to operate on that intestine. And I asked them right away. I said, tell me about his heart. You know what the doctor told me? Doctor said, the neonatologist in charge of the NICU, said his heart is fine, don't worry about it. And you know what then happened? One of his fellows, a learning doctor, went over to the phone and ordered an EKG for the Cronin baby with a heart murmur. I was like, wait a second, you just told me his heart was fine. <clears throat> that was the beginning of some trouble in the hospital. 
You know what happened later that day? A very funny scene with Dr. Connery, your friend, my friend, Cliff Connery. He's my godfather. He's your godfather. Oh, he's awesome. Right? <laughs> so uh, Cliff is a cardiothoracic surgeon. He came up to see how you were. And we're waiting in a little ante room. And I see somebody come in and they go over to see you. And I walk over and I say, excuse me, this is my son. Just tell me what's going on. And the doctor had a machine. I would later learn it was an EKG machine. He said, get out of the way. I have to do this. I said, I don't want to be in the way. I just want to know what's going on. Get out of the way. I don't have time. So I then go looking for the neonatologist who assured me he would tell me everything happening. And I see and I say, excuse me, doctor, can I talk to you? Hey, I thought we had a deal. And this is happening. I don't even know what it is. What's going on? And you know what he did? He started yelling at me. And your tenors. He started yelling at me saying, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for you. And we stepped into a small side room, like a closet. And he's yelling. And the next thing you know, I'm yelling at him. I hadn't really slept in two days. And now we're nose to nose. Yeah. And that's when your friend and my friend, Dr. Connery, stepped in. Now, Cliff is a large man, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, football player. He played college football, in addition to being a cardiothoracic surgeon. And he's wearing his suit, and he's got this nice overcoat on. He's looking kind of like Luco Brazzi in The Godfather. <laughs> you don't want to mess with him. And he comes in, and he sees this is going on. You know what he does? He picks me up and moves me to the side. And I'm no little guy. And then he says to the neonatologist, excuse me, doctor, please understand, my friend is very tired and stressed out and worried about his son. Let me introduce myself. And he starts to introduce himself and explain that he's the head of cardiothoracic surgery at uh, St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital System. You know what the, doc, the neonatologist starts doing? I'm back, I'm back to him again. Starts yelling at Cliff. Oh, jeez. Saying, well, you didn't scrub coming in here and then screaming at him. Now Cliff is going nose to nose with him, and I got to pull Cliff off the doctor. It was very funny. <laughs> you had that intestine surgery the next day. They waited a day. And we didn't know what was going to happen, John. We brought a priest in to baptize you in the hospital, just me and the priest. You were my boy. I was so worried. And you know all I could do? I could just stand by you, and I could sing my songs, and I could read you poems. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> uh, and you pulled through that surgery. Yes. And then on Wednesday of that week, we met with the cardiologist for the first time. Yes, sir. And your mom had just gotten her out of the other hospital, so we're sitting together with the cardiologist, you know what he says? You know, they try to save some of these babies nowadays. I thought your mom was going to kill him on the spot. <laughs> you know, because you're our boy. So we didn't have a great time there. But you know what happened then? Dr. Connery to the rescue. He introduced us to Dr. Wilton Gersony who is the head of pediatric cardiology at St. Luke's Roosevelt. 
we went to see him as a second opinion. Remember the other day we were talking about second opinions? Yeah, that. And we sat there and listened to him. And I said, you know, we have a conundrum. We know John needs uh, surgery, open heart surgery, because you had two holes in your heart. I do. Well, you did. No more. But Imagine that. You had a defective heart. You, who's got the biggest heart in the world. And uh, I said, it's a conundrum, because we know he needs the surgery, but he has to be big enough to be able to withstand the surgery. You know what Dr. Gerson, he did? He looked at me, and he looked at your mom, and he said, there's no conundrum. And why are you worried? If this was my patient, I would tell you exactly what we would do, and you would know what we were going to do. And he described how you were going to stop growing, and you were going to wind up in full congestive heart failure, and you would start to turn blue. And he said, and that's when we're going to operate. And he told us to the day when that would be. He was a wonderful doctor. And he was absolutely right. So then we took you to Columbia Presbyterian on the day for your surgery. And they got you prepped the day before. Right? We go the day before. And I spent the night with you. And the next day, they came in and said, there's going to be a delay. What's the delay? Well, you were scheduled to be the second surgery of the day. But they got a heart for a baby who needed a heart transplant. And I said, ooh, well, should we wait another day? Because a heart transplant, that would be very difficult. And Dr. Gerson, he assured me, he said, no, no, no. The heart transplant is very easy for the surgeon. All they got to do is go snip, 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 snip. They take it out and then put it back in, put the new heart in, and then so, 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 so. Since the cardiologist got to do all the work. So you went in late in the afternoon. You know what they told us? They told us, go home. It's going to be seven or eight hours in the operating room. Go home, shower, rest up. But how could we leave you? So your mom and I, we went out for a walk up in, uh, you know, uh, what did they call that? Uh, Columbia Heights. Um, started to rain on us. So we ducked into a restaurant that used to be an Irish place, but now it's Dominican. And they had karaoke. You like karaoke. I do. And they had people singing Irish songs in Spanish. It was a fascinating place. And when it was, and we finished, and then, so this is about two and a half hours you've been in the operating room. We go back to the hospital. Maybe it was three hours. And your mom took the elevator up to the, I think it was the seventh floor at the time, uh, where the operating rooms were in the waiting room. And I went looking for a soda. And when I came back to the elevators while I'm waiting, a side door opened up. And you know who walked out? Ooh. The surgeon. Do you remember the surgeon's name? Who was the doctor that operated on you? Oh, Dr. Connery? Q. Q. Dr. Q. Q. Dr. Quagabore. He was walking out. And he's, he sees me. He's freshly showered. He sees me. And he's like, you can see he's trying to place me. Who is this guy? Then he remembers. And he points to me. He goes, Cronin, operation is success. John, I'm telling you, I didn't need the elevator. I was just going to fly. 
I was just going to fly up to that seventh floor because my boy had survived the operation. And I came running in. I ran in and grabbed your mother and said, did they tell you? She said, tell me what? And there was a board up and it said, you're still in the operating room. And we went looking for you. We almost walked into the operating room, John. That wouldn't have been good. And they were finally wheeling you out because somebody else was closing you up. And you know what? The next day, you were no longer blue. You were breathing and thriving. And look at you today. Isn't that wonderful? You like that story? I do. (laughs) (laughs) You were meant for something bigger, pal. You know, we're so grateful, though, for those doctors. Dr. Connery, that's why he's your godfather. And he and Mary Ann Connery, they look out for you all the time. Yes. <laughs> that was a very funny scene. Cliff picking me up and moving me aside, and then me picking, pulling Cliff up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And, you know, that's how we start a lot of our talks, right? Yes. What could happen? What could become of a baby born with Down syndrome with those medical challenges? And look at you. You've grown up to change the world. Yes. Right? You've testified before Congress. I did. You've spoken at the United Nations. I did. Right? You're a happy boy? I am, Dad. And who are you now? You're an entrepreneur? Yes, I am. I I, I am an entrepreneur. A sock tycoon? Sock tycoon. You're a dancer? Yes, I am. An athlete? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> You're a public speaker. We do a lot of public speaking. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're going to be with the Kennedy Foundation this weekend. Oh, I'm so excited. And then we're going to Fargo, North Dakota. And I bought our tickets say We're speaking at the Bush School of Public Policy. I'm so excited. Right? Uh, we're going to go to Middle Tennessee State in Nashville. You're going to get to visit Nashville. I, I know yeah. you want to do that. Um, right? You're a philanthropist donating money. Yes, I am. Right? Look at all the things you've done. Thank that. And you know what, John? I know you're a fine young man at 26, but you're my boy. Thank that. You're my boy. All right. Well, I went off a little sappy and sentimental, huh? Yeah, Dad. That's a good story, though, John. I love it. You're a good story. Thank you. All right, folks. So this is a little bit different show today. We didn't tell our jokes. Should we tell you got some jokes? You want to wrap it up by you telling some jokes? Sure, Dad. Go ahead. Dad, what do dogs usually like to eat at the movie theaters? What do dogs like to eat at the movie theaters? Popcorn. Popcorn. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll see more. Go ahead. Where do dogs park their car? Where do dogs park their car? In a Barking Oh! <laughs> what do you call a dog that can't bark? What do you call a dog that can't bark? A hush puppy. A hush puppy. <laughs> <laughs> what is a pug's favorite fall beverages? What is a pug's favorite fall bug pe- beverage? Pug. Pumpkin spice lattes. Pumpkin spice lattes. 
John, you know, can I tell you something? I love you, son, but as a joke writer, you make a great sock tycoon. <laughs> well, folks, this was a little bit different show, but uh, I, I hope you enjoyed that. And, you know, yes. Take, uh, take heart and inspiration. You know, all of us are capable of such great things. Maybe you learned something about Down syndrome or learn something about what's possible. You go from that to John being a sock tycoon and owning his own business, right? Employing right. 34 people. That's pretty cool, buddy. I really could that. I love it. If you like this, uh, well, you know, it's still the regular thing. If you uh, could give us a, a review, we would really appreciate that. You can, you can go on uh, Apple Podcasts or the Google Podcast. Yes, I'm checking out. Give us, uh, you know, give us a review. Share this with someone else. Share this story. Let, uh, let, yeah. if, if this story touched you or moved you, share it with somebody. And, and subscribe. Come check this out. Right? And if you want to see more about John or learn more about John, what's the name of the business? John's Crazy Socks. Dot com. John's Crazy Socks. Go to John's Crazy Socks. Dot com. Look at the bottom of the page. There's all sorts of information. Join the. You can see the podcast info there. You can uh, join John's dance party. You can find out about speaking engagements. Um, plus, we're on all of the social media platforms. You are TikTok famous now. Right? <laughs> Facebook and YouTube and uh, uh, Instagram. You're all over the place, John, aren't you? I do. All right. And you want to close it out? What's your advice for people? My advice, follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Work hard. So you can't do. That's right. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. I think next week. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the show. The Spreading Happiness Podcast is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by George Andriopoulos. Our theme song, No School Today, is by FemTOV. Music and sound effects licensed through Epidemic Sound. The Spreading Happiness Podcast is hosted by Podbean. Make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts while you're at it. We'd really appreciate that. And you can follow us at John's Crazy Socks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit our website, johnscrazysocks.com, and make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios.